<laughs> well, it would be like if like a lot of places have that. Uh, if, if the road team misses two free throws, everyone gets free Chick-fil-A. It's like if Grant Williams would miss that second free throw and an immediate bull, like not like, all right, we're going to come get just an immediate bulls released. Wait, Jen, don't you hate pandas as well? Or is it only red panda you hate? It's only the performer red panda. Interesting. <laughs> She fucked up the other day. I did see that. She- oh, did she? Oh, I'm so boy. shocked. Hey, when that history kind of fucked up. That's that's a news to me. There's cups all over, plates all over the place. Sounds about Ooh, right. Back in Scott Foster, he's anti-rear <laughs> panda. Yeah, this is upsetting. Um, I'm just, I'm calling it like it is. I got the ref shirt on under this. They, guys can't handle it. They can't handle it. Just they about to uh, cancel school. <laughs> I, social media is the worst thing that happened to Red Panda's career because she's been doing <laughs> oh, that for yeah. her whole life, and she was a legend. And then people start tweeting her fuck ups because she she's in like three cities a night, like that aren't even remotely close to each other. Brother, she did and, the Hawks game, the Clippers game, and the Bucks game all on a Tuesday. <laughs> she fucked up two people. out of the three. <laughs> yeah, I I hate it happened to Red Panda. She's a legend. Uh, the amazing Sladek doesn't fuck up. You ever seen that guy? He just <laughs> piles up 18 chairs and then climbs up the top and does a handstand. Because if he messed up, he'd be dead. Now that is a performer. Is that you want this man dead? Is what I'm hearing Jam say. Yes, die in no, front of us. I just think his his show's more impressive. You're acting like Red Panda's flat on the ground while she's doing this. Her me- she hasn't messed up. She hasn't died per your rules. She's messed up every time she does her trick. The amazing has she fallen to her death? Yes or no, Jam? Not to my knowledge. Interesting. Sustain. Yeah. At the at the Bucks game, they played like some tic tac toe game, you know, between two fans, Mm -hmm. and the guy was like just fucking up so badly. And my dad was sitting there. He's like, "What the fuck is he doing, dude?" He's like, "My dad's like, he doesn't know how to fucking play. He seriously doesn't know how to fucking play." It's a great, it's a great phenomenon. As soon as you get on this competition in front of all these people, you immediately forget the rules to tic tac toe. And it's every time they play it at Celtics game, there's always people fucking up. And it's amazing. And I think if you lose in that, you should be kicked out of the stadium. I think you should raise the stakes. You don't get to see the second half of the game. Yeah. I kind of don't hate that. My, you thought you were, you thought it was gonna be sweet. No. My dad was like furious. Like the girl won, and the guy was like, "Oh!" And the my dad was like, "Well, he didn't. What the fuck was he thinking? He, was like, he didn't even fucking try to win. <laughs> no strategy." He's stacking the O's on top of each other in the same box. <laughs> he was putting them down in all the corners. My dad was like, "Why is he going for the corners? What is he doing?" What I wonder is like the stuff that's halftime entertainment now, like it's been the same for oh, 20 years. They just is more digital stuff. What's what are people honing right now? That's going to be the halftime entertainment. Oh, they do. They do like filters on the faces now on the Jumbotron. They'll do filters. Uh, no, I mean like what halftime, like in court entertainment. Yeah, they'll court. always have in stadium oh, entertainment. What, what, what performers are we going to have? Well, that's the problem. There's there's no new people coming up. That's why Red Panda has so many gigs. It's because there's no one challenging the throne. So she's overworked. She doesn't innovate because there's no there's no challenge there. There's no up and comer threatening her on the unicycle game. It's all old timers. We need new halftime performers. Shouldn't that tell you how hard it is? Nobody's even like, oh, I can do that. 
We need to bring back shooting people out of cannons. Like I didn't know where you were going with that, brother. I really didn't know. Um, <laughs> like imagine you just shoot someone, you shoot Bango Buck out of a cannon into the hoop. That would be impressive. I thought Scoob was just like, hey, we 36D, come on, come on down, man. Come on. <laughs> Spin the wheel. You either get uh free tickets or uh the blunderbuss, right to the nose. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of it being a t-shirt cannon, they're just like, all right, all right, we're shooting fireworks into the ceiling. Now the building's on fire. <laughs> you, just, you just feel it behind your ear. It's like, man, I hope that is a t-shirt cannon. You know, like, nope. That would be incredible. They just had a gun and like a 360 ball and they just spun it wherever it's shot. <laughs> instead, of, instead of smashing the cake in the face, they just put the cake and it's got dynamite sticking out of it. You're like, mm-hmm. it's like Section 37B has fell into the sand pit. All of 37B just falls into a sand pit. Hey, we this is really an event when you come to our game. You might get some t-shirts. You might get a basketball. You get, might get to meet the team. You might meet your untimely demise are you do you really like pistons basketball Um. what if every okay every team one game a year they release a raging bull into the arena and it goes nuts wherever it wants to go they just let it in it goes wherever it wants like just for halftime like just for those 10 15 minutes 15 minutes halftime this is a bull running river how do they wrangle it back though they close the clowns, Jam. Everyone knows Come that. On. They close the gates so you can't go get concessions. It's like, no, you're you're here. You're, you're in or you're out. Um, the people in the balcony just get to watch with delight as the people on courtside get gored with the horns. Ooh, I, I, I like this. this. He cleaned out a few smooth 8,000 people. If you guys up top want to move on down, <laughs> we're, uh, we're cleaning up their guts Yeah, during halftime. You promise there's no more bull? Is there a third quarter bull that I need uh, to know? There, there might be an overtime bull, but like you, it's courtside seats. Come on. No, double overtime bull. Like they're like, man, please win this in first overtime. Nope. 102, <laughs> double overtime. Double overtime bull. They let two of them loose. Well, it would be like if like a lot of places have that. Uh, if, if the road team misses two free throws, everyone gets free Chick-fil-A. It's like if Grant Williams had missed that second free throw and an immediate bull, like not like, all right, we're going to come get just an immediate bulls released. You can, just, you can hear him just kicking up shit in between the ref hand and the ball. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> She's hungry. Um. The, 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 the person on the court with the microphone is like, please lock the lower level doors. The bull is about to be released. Yeah, if you have on red, uh, everybody at the Pistons game. <laughs> a, a third bull has hit the crowd, sir. Uh, yeah, the 300 yeah. level seats become way more expensive. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> You don't have no top dollar. Yeah, man, look, look up how we got uh, Chris Tucker sitting in the back row. Uh, Quavo. I um, feel awfully safe tonight. He's very secure up there. Mm. <laughs> the bull can't even get up there most nights. Most nights the bull does not get up there. Yeah, no, two chains are still recovering from the one time the bull did. But the uh, bull, the bull learns how to use the service elevator. We're all screwed. The, the bull just asks nicely and just rides it with the like the people just take you up five hundred level. Yes, ma'am. Um, it gets out and rampages. Have a good night, Cheryl. Oh, you know how it is. Yeah, Tuesday. You know what I mean. Uh, 
Wish they put the TV on in here, but uh, you know, still haven't fixed that. Yeah, you released the bull, but it's lane violation. It's like, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> clown's got to come out. He's like, I, I don't work overtime. This is time and a half. <laughs> Didn't they ring with a bull? I feel like this could work. Zion wins MVP off the strike of him killing the most bulls. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, oh, you again, huh? Just wipes his hands off and murders the bull by hand. <laughs> he just wears each one's a new coat for him, town to town. Yeah, Chris Paul's just there. He's like, hey, they're, they're, they're supposed to be, they're not even playing. They're they're, they're hiding. They're not supposed yeah, to be doing I, that. Yeah, that is, uh, uh, these bulls are supposed to be over 10 years old. That bull is uh, no older than nine. No older the door, than nine. The doors are supposed to be locked. These people escaping are doing, breaking the rules. Lock those doors. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Brothers is like, yes, no, lock the doors. They must be murdered too. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we fixed halftime entertainment. Not that it needed any fixing, but not even we just gotta do those sorts of things. Like y'all welcome. So when you get gored by a bull at a basketball game, you're welcome. Boys, I'm very proud of myself here. I got an announcement. I got an announcement, boys. Please, I'd like to hear it. I made the semifinals of a small ball challenge on underdog fantasy for NBA. I'm at the playoff semifinals. I'm pretty proud Who of myself. No small ball? For the entire season? The entire season, Jam. I only drafted two teams this year, and one of them made the semifinals. I'm pretty proud of that. I hope I could win $17,000 if I make the finals. I'm hoping I win. What are you doing with your money after you win, school? Buying a jet ski, instantly dying in a crash on it. Instantly. <laughs> instantly. He's got it planned out. It's going to be an orca in my path, and it's going to slap me into the air. It's going to be on video. It's going to go viral. It's going to be beautiful. You got orcas? to think about this for one minute. He knew exactly <laughs> yeah, the see? right to it. It'll split me in half about here. I'll have on a blue shirt. It'll be Tuesday. It's going to uh, catch me I in was, the air. I was not prepared for my top five favorite black people, but Scoob is instantly getting to a $17,000 uh, winning story. And th uh, the second I saw myself in first, I was in last place until Giannis came back. Giannis came back, carried me. Well, there we go. He'll do that. Utah got a bullfrog problem, Scoob. Yeah, they do. Oh, wow. Why? Once Scoob deals with the rats in New York City, we got a, his next job lined up. It's just the animals are. Uh, we moved the rats from New York to Utah. They, oh, they breed uh, bull rats. Um, that's actually genius, though. Now, uh, now we're really cooked. Uh, <laughs> oh, have you seen those tubes that they put the fish in? The fish tubes. Oh, to like keep to like transport them like mail. The well, yeah, the ones that they, the bank, like, the bank like tubes. Bank? Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, they send the salmon up like around the stream. What if we just got one of those? Tubes like hands across America from New York to Utah. They just stuff rats in there. Yeah, you just pass your rats around. Uh, you send rats we, one way in exchange for some frogs. You know, it's a good exchange system. Yeah, you just put whatever animal local to you that you don't want anymore, and it always comes back with a sucker, just like the bank, just like the bank. Uh, I learned. Uh, I learned recently uh, before we get to the frogs that in New York City. There's local law where they, if they suspect that they you have rats in your apartment, they can just like go in and conduct a search without a warrant. 
Uh, it's like this weird New York City Good rat really. exception. And Good. so they just basically can go in anywhere they want. There's The Fourth Amendment does not apply if rats exist. That feels like it's not really to catch any rats. You know what I mean? No, not, the, not them kind of rats. So do they just let the rat problem, do they do nothing about the rat problem just so they have that easy in? Like, hey, there's we got rats yeah. in here. We'll come in. We don't care. Yeah, and then anything they see in plain view, uh, they can use against you. It's uh, it's kind of a weird how the the police will abuse their power to try to target people. It's kind of fucked up. I thought it was to protect and serve. One would think. Then you mm. learn some things and it totally changes. But sorry, I got off, I caught off track on our bullfrog expedition. Yeah, look at this fella. He's <laughs> not bothering anybody. Yeah, what's yeah, uh... when he's surrounded by ten thousand of his closest friends. <laughs> Utah is asking residents to help control the bullfrog population. Its proposal? Eat them. The French do it all the time. The I was going to say, this is Gobert influence. You can see it. <laughs> yeah, a little salt and pepper. Um, <laughs> play the audio. How many, how many frogs are we talking here? Oh, you'll see. Oh, boy. Yeah, let's, uh, let's listen to the report. Of Utah is asking people who live there for help in managing an increasingly invasive species, the bullfrog. Here's the proposal: eat them. Ooh. In Utah, it's now always bullfrog hunting season, and you don't need a specific license to catch them. Officials even provided a recipe for breaded bullfrog legs. Oh, that's Victor. how I like them. Yeah. As many people from the Louisiana and Florida swamps know, now frog legs taste like chicken or fish or both. I've had frog legs in the past, and it does taste like chicken. There's just something about like the visual and eating a frog. Why is your face all balled up? You I just don't like the idea. Those don't no, taste like the same. The photos, yeah, so. they have. No. Been, they get up to what? <laughs> two or three pounds and apparently you can have the legs and as it's described in this recipe there's like a meaty strip along the back that can, you can add into stew you are selling that so well i mean if you're hey if what you're are you having in, for you, dinner <laughs> not that <laughs> i'm just saying these are options these hey. are options i've never had uh fro frog legs i'm a pescatarian and it's an amphibian, so I can't. Um, he actually Googled. He's got an excuse. He's got his cop yeah. out there. Well, how about it, folks in Utah? <laughs> Moral clause. He's uh, exempt from this. Like, Y'all trying, like... trying to eat that bullfrog? She they was immediately said, "Ew." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they didn't even say what the problem was with the frog. Like they just told people to go eat frogs. There was no like, ah, oh, they're killing the vegetation. They were just like, we gotta it's kill these goddamn yeah. frogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where'd they come from? They just want us to eat bugs. They're just normalizing it. They're just like, hey, you guys can eat frogs, you know, if you want to. They're they're here if you want. A frog for every trampoline. Uh the Washington Post says the frogs can be difficult to capture and hunting expeditions need to take place in the dark of night, with catchers straining to identify the animals by their eye shine and grabbing them before they can leap away. So they want you to get out there after midnight. Put a headlamp on and just go frogging. And why are you catching them? Why can't I just if if you want, if you want me to deal with the problem? <laughs> yes. I mean, let's go. Why can't I help the blower on it? I mean, then you're you're blowing off the legs. Then you're, the part you want to eat is just it's splashed into smithereens. Me and the John. type of gun, the gun scoop pantomimed was absolutely massive. Just <laughs> blowing this frog off the face of the planet. So, it's <laughs> Yeah, Tom and Jerry guns, two knives behind another gun, behind a smaller gun. Uh, you know, I got a bayonet on the end in case one jumps at me. I got to be ready to defend myself. Catch it. How many frogs for the 10,000 rats? 
Now, now I do. I feel like a bullfrog could beat a rat. Am I foolish for that? Oh. Ten thousand frogs or ten thousand rats? No, I'm taking the rats. No problem. They don't have to, frogs. Don't have the teeth. That's where I think it really comes down to. There's YouTube channels. There's YouTube channels where bullfrogs fight like scorpions and spiders and stuff. Like those do exist. Do they win? The, the, bull, the, the bullfrog like whoops ass. It like eats them. So I'll take it a rat versus all those animals you name. It now says here, <laughs> bullfrogs are ferocious eaters that will chomp on just about anything that can fit in their mouths, including smaller frogs. <laughs> Real chewers, they're quoted as being. Um... Yo, ribbit, ribbit is what. Uh... <laughs> But folks in the Utah area, and that's yeah, what the, the story. Five months, five months from now, we're gonna check in on the story. It's like the Utah teens. It's illegal for them to have sex. They found quite a loophole. <laughs> they, they have a workaround that is fix the bullfrog problem. Uh, Talk about soaking. Am I right, folks? <laughs> I don't like this. Well, um, Steve said the rats are too big. I don't. Th these bullfrogs not small, are they? No, they're not, but New York City rats specifically, I don't see it. Let's get them well, in the tube. Let's find out. Yeah. Well, like Scoop said, was, was the shooter a dentist or was he a marksman? Are these New York rats? Are these Minnesota rats? Yeah, if it's a Utah, Nevada rats. A Utah rat, I feel like the Utah rats can stomped out by the bullfrog, but the New York rat, I mean... Yeah. That... Well, it depends where they're fighting. If it's a country scene, then I'm taking the frogs, but if it's a urban environment then you got to go with the home team the rat they're seven and 22 on the road though neutral site. When, are they, <laughs> when are they gonna get it together uh, I, I mean i'd need like fifteen thousand bullfrogs before i that i give me that extra cushion there's so many frogs it's a lot of frogs so many more I feel like the sound would overwhelm them. If you get them all croaking in unison, like oh, that yeah. would confuse It'll overwhelm them. me. <laughs> I, I'll have earplugs in. Do they still, like, what happens if they're just not captured? Like, do they overtake homes and stuff? Like, has this never been an issue before? I feel like most animals are going extinct. We don't have too many of anything. It, oh, yeah. so they, are, they did not identify an issue on this yeah. broadcast. They just oh, said they're frogs. <laughs> They're explosive breeders uh, and can establish in large populations, and they basically dominate the entire everything else in their in their area. They basically just take over. Yeah, this is this is country now. Walks. These are not yeah. areas that are inhabitable by other things. Yeah, those bullfrogs just moved in across the hall. <laughs> you say uh, that now, and then you don't eat them, and then your whole neighborhood's bullfrogs. Yeah, their their food stinks. It's so they play that loud music. <laughs> Yeah, I still haven't heard the issue. It's like, okay, if we don't eat them, we're gonna have a lot of bullfrogs. Okay, what if we have a lot of bullfrogs? Yeah. Okay, well, just I'm sick. Hear me out here. <laughs> it's two a.m. You wake up. You gotta take a piss. You go to the bathroom. You lay back down to go to bed. And what do you hear? Croak, 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 croak. Ribbit, ribbit. With ribbit, my ribbit. wife <laughs> in my bed. Uh, they're in your room. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. You don't want. You don't want. Don't come oh. back from the moon. Your children call me daddy. Uh, a bullfrog. Fucking my wife? Um, paying my taxes? And I, my oh, last yeah. house, 
my last house was on a brook so we had a ton of frogs in the summer and like walking the dogs at night they're quite loud and i love that sound it had it did not very nature very calm. yeah but yeah, frogs very... are gonna come in and eat those frogs and be louder fine with it all right hey how do you open up a I, jar I, I feel like jam's saying i can't beat up a frog i'm fine i'm starting to get upset and you <laughs> They yeah. can they can defeat anything they can put their mouth on, Coley. I don't think you realize this. They sucked the McMahon to sleep. Uh, <laughs> he was failed in round two. They're <laughs> explosive breeders. Explosive breeders. You you think it's just one bullfrog and suddenly it turns into thousands upon thousands. That's how the plague started. It's exactly like rats, where you see one, you see many. You don't want to see a single bullfrog. Yeah, it being they're in the floorboard school, the ceiling. Yep. Uh, yep. That'd be such a pleasant like every ceiling video I've seen on on TikTok or Twitter. It's like, oh, here are two of the largest snakes you've ever seen in your life. Here's ten million bees, and I cracked <laughs> open my ceiling, and like seven frogs fell out. That would be so delightful. Closer to seven thousand frogs. Uh, equally as delightful. There's nothing <laughs> they nah, can do. Come on, to that's me. too many. It's a lot What's of the limit? What's the limit, Coley? What, at what point is the threshold where you're upset by the amount of frogs you found in your ceiling? I don't know that there is a limit. I don't 98 know. and a half. Right? Like if you get to 99, <laughs> this is bull. <laughs> Literally. Um, but yeah, real bre explosive. I thought every animal is like an explosive, except for like elephants, because it takes 15 years for them to. Hey, there's, some, there's some real invasive species where they just come in. Set up shop. How are we feeling, school? Feeling good. I've been uh, working on my technical foul form all morning. I'm awfully tired today. My finger, my finger, I almost broke my finger earlier. I was so fierce one time. Can, can we see the final form? Oh, I mean, I, I got to do a run up and everything. Like, I got to crow hop it like you're about to throw somebody out at third base. Yep, you got to crow hop. You got to put your hand in the air because you got to get your fist in the air. You got to get attention. You blow the whistle. I don't have a whistle yet. That's also the problem. I gotta get a whistle, and then you gotta, you gotta. It's like a boom. It's like a thunderclap. It's like a oh, it's huge. It's just huge. And they're like, did he, did he even tech me? Oh, I teched you, buddy. You're teched. Oh, you've been teched. You've, you've been, been teched. Mick, man, you've been teched. Uh, how you feeling, Mick? So many times in my life have I been teched. <laughs> it's not even funny. Uh me and Scoob would have had so many run-ins in the, the New England area AAU circuit if he was reffing and I was arguing. I mean, speaking of pandas, I mean, the community was at war. Was it Friday the community was at war about pandas? I guess someone what said... Ha I don't know. If, what happened with pandas? I... Was someone in the community... Pandas stink. Uh, well, Whoa, what's this? Well, he's going to agree with what will happen in the community. So someone in the community claimed that pandas did not exist until the 1990s or something. 1980s. Oh, fake animal. Uh, don't put that on. I don't know that I agree immediately. No, with that. that's I'm what you said. Uh, <laughs> he said there was no proof of a panda existing before the 80s. Um, and then people people pretty much spent the whole day linking proof like coins from the year 300 <laughs> with a panda on them. And he was like, I don't know what the fuck you're showing me right now, guys. That's not real. So I like that yeah, take. What's yeah. his, I like that what's take. His, pandas what's were invented with like credit scores. <laughs> What's his theory for the origin story? It's just like one day, like someone crossbred 
two different types of bears? He said no. He said nobody wrote about pandas until the 1980s. That's what he said. That's what he. What said. does he think started it? Good take. I don't Good think take. even I don't remember what I, he said. This, this is my level of like. Is this? I don't know. We find out it's very hurtful. Uh, it's like relatively harmless conspiracy theory. I might be in on this. Pandas just didn't exist until uh, 1986. <laughs> the, the, fast chain, yeah. the fast food chain Panda Express was founded in 1983. But that, that's food, so, man. Viral marketing. <laughs> so you're telling me they synced up. Maybe, maybe Panda Express happened first. And they're like, oh, we got to invent this bear so people stop questioning us. Is there there has to be a name for this like new panda theory or something like NPT <laughs> false panda I've never I've never heard the like I, I don't even know where you what avenue you would go down to end up there yeah what's the beef with pandas Mick they I guess it's more beef with humanity the pandas don't want to be here they are actively trying to kill know that's their right. own species yeah. they have they want nothing to do with it. And we like pick one up with like a a sex swing and like force it into a female panda so that they can have another like every time a panda is born it's international news because of how few we have and the panda community they're not real yeah <laughs> there's more and more evidence but yeah pandas I don't know you can't hug them without wearing that weird coat that every NBA players put on to hug pandas. there's there's a lot of NBA players holding panda pants. I don't know why that exists. I don't know if it was the Olympics. And you want to hug a lot of bears, Mick. I've noticed that about you. The, the 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 optimal hug is named after the bear. It's called the bear hug. It's not every bear, but this is true. So that's why they look very huggable. And pandas are hilariously huggable. If they <laughs> exist. Yeah. Um, what is, like a when does Wikipedia say? pandas started like 71 so like, like the aba as they do for every um, animals they say it's yeah. their founding date yeah <laughs> their <circle>. career yeah um, <laughs> they didn't get called up to the majors till 82 they were doing work in uh singapore do we release the pandas to get the bullfrogs they wouldn't they're lazy red pandas are cool i have no beef are they red lazy red. or are they depressed man could be both. A little bit of both. They don't want to be here. Yeah. A little bit of both. You get those aggressive breeding bullfrogs with those dying out pandas, and we have <laughs> bull panda frogs. Uh, hey, koalas. <laughs> oh, don't, the K word. Hey. Uh. <laughs> Talk about explosive breeders, the koalas. Daniel Cormier said on the USC weigh-in show the other day that uh, you can't you can't trust a koala because the second you let it in, it goes right for the throat. So I'm staying away from koalas. Yeah, he's like, koalas. I learned that lesson too many times. Um, <laughs> we did, we did see you were at the game. You sat next to Taylor Rooks. You were devising yeah, what strategy was that about? with her. That's what I was. That's uh, what I was looking at off camera. If I was wondering, why I was smirking I was... and glancing to my left. I was just trying to explain to her like my top five favorite black people in that moment, and I thought she would like. I put her in the top five, um, but she wasn't Not number one because that would have been pandering. Yeah, I don't right. want to pander to her, but like I was like explaining where she was in the rankings. Like you're number three, and then Obama. I was say like, who's the other uh, four since you're here, and then uh, <laughs> Trill Withers uh, has to Good be answer. on the top five. Um, uh, who else? 
Oh, <laughs> so Luke Corn Luke Cornett at the at Wait, like Luke the Cornette? he couldn't even name five. <laughs> he couldn't name five. He couldn't name five without got going to Luke, to Luke Cornette. Cornette. Come on. Well, me and Luke Cornett suffer from the same affliction. Luke Cornett had to give his celebrity. <laughs> <Not knowing> black... <laughs> his... <laughs> he, he, he named Luke Cornette before me. I'm right here. <laughs> well, I see. After all the uh, shit that Knicks fans have been talking, I don't think you can make my top five. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Mm. Um. <laughs> But Luke Cornett, while I still struggle to think of two more possible black people, um, had to do his celebrity, like five, his starting five he would do. And he named an all-white celebrity team, which I thought uh, was an interesting choice from Luke Cornett. You talk about pandering, feel like he's playing for the city, you know what I mean? <laughs> different, uh... different, different people have different celebrities. You say, who's a celebrity to one person? They'll say five names it's that like... happen to be a certain color. Dane Cook, Michael Chiklis, um, yeah. Michael Rappaport, Bill Simmons, Michael Rappaport, Dane Gillis, you yeah, know, you know, the hits, Boston guys. I need some Boston guys. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg, Tony Wahlberg, Eric Wahlberg. So speaking of Mark Wahlberg, they showed, um, they showed what was it? Um, oh, at the UFC, they showed like the celebrities, you know, and they were like, oh, our first celebrities of the night. And then it was Mark Wahlberg and Mario Lopez sitting next to each other. Yeah, Luke Cornett like starting backcourt. <laughs> anytime they show Mario Lopez, I feel like he does like the boxer's hands, like he's a retired champ. Like you can only if you if you're the welterweight champ, yeah. <laughs> or people hold his, grab his wrist, and point to his fist like a old champ. I was like, yeah, I remember you, Slater. Jim really, he snuck Sam Hauser in the top five. That is... Yeah, yeah. He said Luke Cornett. You guys know him? Did you guys see what Kirk Cousins said yesterday? Oh, God. It was, this could be anything. It was Literally a, anything. It was a clip going around. I don't know what it was. He was, like, speaking at some kind of thing. And he said... Um, Uh-oh. He, yeah. Was this the conference? Oh, was it at CPAC? Was he at No, it wasn't CPAC. It wasn't at CPAC. He... He won like the Tony Dungy uh Bad Takes of the God, Year. God uh, of the Year. Yeah, like he was like God's chosen player of the year. Like this is a whole separate side of the NFL I didn't really know existed. Over uh, DeMar? <laughs> they brought up DeMar. They... Is this really okay, yeah, let's see this. Watch Frank Reich on the screen. And <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You might have been the guy that gave like heavily. In, I think he's on like the whatever this dungeon the committee, committee is. There's, there's like a weird card this put on cult. everyone's table. Yes, yeah. very much so. Demar Hamlin was brought back to life, but he is going to die. <laughs> that's, that's the what? Whole, that's all the. Clips. I'll make sure of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong, <laughs> so to say. He's talking like one day, but. That's a wild thing to say to Frank Wright. <laughs> this was at the Super Bowl breakfast meant to honor Kirk with the Bart Starr Award, which uh, goes to the most re religiously insane man of the year. <laughs> That's what it says on the award. <laughs> yeah, it's sponsored by Jesus and Tony Dungy. So, uh... Jesus does have sponsorship money. We've seen that. We've seen that a lot lately. <laughs> and Tony Dungy, yeah, this will be right up Tony Dungy's alley. Oh, Reich in the Panthers gear is killing me though. <laughs> like I, I couldn't be there. Uh, I was too busy diagramming a, diagramming a touchdown for our <laughs> Lord and Savior. 
Uh, like it, man. Panthers for like 72 hours at this point. <laughs> <laughs> this is part of the interview process uh, for Tepper. Like, let's see. How, how can you hold your own against the real Jesus freaks? It went snubbed again. Luca was playing some uh, Overwatch. Uh, and there were like two streamers. Like, I can't remember what his name was. It was very funny. But they were like uh, asking him questions. And it was like very much, it, it could have been Luke AI. You never know anymore with that <laughs> guy. But they were just like, what, uh, you got any hobbies? What do you do? And he was like, I, I play basketball. And they were like, what, at like the gym? And he was like, Dallas Maverick. They were like, what? <laughs> who was this? Uh, McGee? Who, was, who, who am I talking to right now? Yeah, I didn't see it. Let's see this. Yeah, any hobbies, Donatello? Yeah, I play basketball. Okay. Well, you go to a gym You're or Donatello. you play the team? Dallas Mavericks. You're on the Wait, Mavericks. <laughs> Wait, like yeah. varsity or? No, no, real. Dallas High. Wait, really? <laughs> no, no, yeah. real. I'm not a, an Wait, can I have your autograph? I still don't believe them. <laughs> they definitely don't. They're like, oh, that's cute, man. You, uh, you get some running in the morning uh, with the old folks, man. That's 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 lovely. Yeah, varsity is disrespect. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Do you have varsity? Like he was playing professionally when he was like fourteen. Yeah, he's. Does he know what the word varsity means? Like, has it ever entered his life to where he would need to know? What that meant? Wait, uh, Fender says it was also a grandmaster skill rank lobby. What? Okay. So Luke will be hooping, hooping. All right. Yeah, basketball's his hobby. He's an Overwatch grinder. No, oh, but, but oh, but if it was Kyler Murrayovich, uh, <laughs> no homework jokes. Yeah, they had some. They definitely. I mean, what what's his ad on there? I'm sure it's not Luca seventy seven verified. Donatello. Yeah, it's it Donatello. Donatello something. Yeah. So if it's like, yeah, what? Hey, what do you do for a living? Yeah, I, I play ball, man. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, Luke, Luke Donovan. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's cute, man. They said this guy plays what? Soccer? Basketball. Oh, so yeah, he <laughs> plays soccer for somebody. It's on the Cowboys, something like that. Yeah, he's uh, Prescott. You say you was Prescott? He just hangs up. He ain't even playing no more. We should watch Stephen A's Women's Day message. Oh, no, so you're I correct. You're totally very forgot. correct. Oh, Good call. A great call. <laughs> Oh God. I'm scared to watch this. Yeah, <laughs> this could be anything. He did it from his car, so you know what he means. He's very. <laughs> the closer your the camera is to your face, the more serious you are about it. Mm -hmm. Can't even get the so... caption in because his face is so large. Hey, it's going to be his taxi driver like whistling songs in the, while he's driving. Um, I th let's listen to Stephen A. I think. I am nervous. I am nervous. If I if I say pull it, Scoob, you got to pull it because he, he's a live wire. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I just wanted to take a moment to give a shout out to women everywhere for Women's History Month and Women's International Day. Um, it's no surprise uh, coming from me. I was raised by five women, five strong black women, including the greatest mother I think anybody could have ever hoped for. So on a day like today, when we talk about women's empowerment, uh, abundance of women's issues and the contribution that women make to this world. Um, 
You just don't know any limits. There are no limits to the level of adulation, the accolades, the celebration uh, that women everywhere deserve. So on behalf of myself and all the brothers out there, white, black, Hispanic, and otherwise, uh, who've had great women in their life, who continue to have great women in their life, I think I speak for everybody when I say to all of you ladies out there, celebrate yourselves because we certainly should be celebrating you. What's up, everybody? I just wanted to take a moment. Okay. Okay. I was, I got it. I've, I've been takeified, right? Like, I'm just at any moment where he's like, yes, no, there are contributions everywhere. But I was like, no. <laughs> so, so it's no okay. surprise. Why did he use like the, the Fox injury music filter on his voice? Why, why didn't he have the same passion, the same emphasis, the, the Slava Medvedenko? Uh, <laughs> Because he's definitely in a, a, he's definitely sharing an Uber with like two strangers. That's exactly what this is. Uh, it's a business call, y'all. Um, <laughs> can you hear the car running in the background? Yeah. He just wait. Oh, you got the donuts. Okay. All right. Uh, yes. All right. Love and respect. Uh, yeah, he did. <laughs> he put the crooner's voice on for for WID. So happy holidays, indeed. He also renamed it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, with. Uh, yeah. I love yeah, the international women, uh, Colombian, Venezuelan, yeah. Puerto Rican. It's like, all right, all right. Are you, are you watching the World Baseball Classic, Stephen A? Yes, I am. <laughs> the Netherlands. Uh, people need to learn from Duke Deuce about putting on it. You talk about putting on a show. Now we're talking. Should there be more impromptu wrestling in live events? I sure think so. This man says yes. What if they just start doing that as stand-up? The dudes just picks you out of the front row. He said, you, Packer, no Connor. Y'all come up here. and We have to wrestle each other? <laughs> well, y'all just on the, on the business end of the deuce. <laughs> This is crowd work. Giving the crowd some work. <laughs> He'll never have another heckler. Uh, if we see the dudes who got it on, might I, might I say. There we go. This is the only part I saw. Uh oh. Lucifer. Oh. Oh. Alley oop there. Yeah. Right into the next song. He can stomp it out to the beat, man. That was some that was some production. The timing of that beat drop for the next song as soon as he hits the stage, that's great. That's what I'm saying. So people say they hate crowd work till they see a real artist work the crowd. Mm -hmm. Put him through a bed of uh, thumbtacks. That was an excellent oh. 3D. That was flawless. Yeah. Props to them. Can we get the deuce lifting him up again? Oh, that was textbook. Yes, yes. There you go. Here we go. Here we go. It's like those guys are not professional. That guy probably really broke his neck. Uh, <laughs> I get it. No, you're really selling it, man. You're no, you're doing good. He's like, I can't feel anything below my earlobes. Uh, 
and then you see the deuce up there going crazy. What can you what can you really do? How many rolling louds happen in a year, by the way? <laughs> it's rolling. Like, it's a uh, rolling concert. It's just constantly loud. There's three, four rolling louds a year. They got the spring, summer, fall, winter. I was say it's like the second one this calendar year, man. Then we just have rolling uh, loud oh. January version. Well, they roll rolling into each loud other. On ice. Yeah, there's rolling, rolling schedule apparently. They want to see it again. Let me see the textbook 3D. Snapped him in half. Popsicle stick. Dude, the crunch. <laughs> it's a work. Listen, it's all the work. I appreciate it. No, it's I appreciate good work. the work. That's yeah. the point. Like there was a <laughs> heckler at a comedy show, and a comedian just did this to him. Even if it was a work, would anybody else stand up? Do you want to get three D and have it go viral on the top? It was real. Yeah, you want? Yeah, <laughs> that's an open face slap. Oh, that's an open hand slap. Do you on the ground down bad? Who who is the comic who took it took the gun out on the people at the comedy store? Up the oh, blower? Sling, who up the blower? Uh, Slink Johnson. <laughs> I'd rather take the 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 body from the wrestler than Slink Johnson pointing pointing the blower at me. I don't know, man. No, no. Has <laughs> he been? Like, what Slink aim like? Yeah. Well, what's uh? I'm like, I might let him point it. Verse, let two amp, two non-professional wrestlers do a professional <laughs> wrestling move on you. You asking for broken bones, man? You like again? The guy was like, "Guys, I know this was a work. My arm is really out of the socket." And they're like, I, "We gave you the one eighty before the show, man. I don't know what <laughs> you agreed to this." So, Sling Johnson, yes, is very S tier. Yeah. Will, yeah, what if Will Smith just did that to uh, Chris Rock? What if Chris Rock just did that to Will Smith? <laughs> I think you're asking the, the wrong questions, KPG. What if he just kicks him in the stomach, stone cold stunner, and just finishes his set? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay. Uh, you guys just watched me put in a Michael Porter Jr. slip. 30 seconds ago, Michael Porter uh -oh. Jr., now listed as questionable Monday with an illness. What are you school, school blues. That, yeah, school flu. Oh, my head hurts. I, some school must have just put a slip and I can't play tonight. Uh, they hit him like Professor know. Charles Xavier. Oh, um. yeah, that's your fault. You know the man don't like medicine. That is true. <laughs> you gotta lock that one in. Uh, yeah, come on, it's flu season. Game... It's, norovirus is going around now. You knew he was gonna get sick. He was His gonna... default status is questionable. He was gonna <laughs> score four hundred points tonight, and then this happened. God damn it! He got He'll a do headache. Next game though. Yeah. yeah, he got a headache. The trainer was like, "Why don't you take some aspirin?" Like, oh, aspirin. Yeah, I'm going home. This is bull. Yeah, I'm, I need I need three crystals and two different scented candles, yeah. and I'll be good by game time. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna YouTube some remedies, and I'll report back. <laughs> uh, let's see, Jim in twelve uh, P. <laughs> I do like is that is that the real Super Bowl trophy on the team playing? That is pretty cool there. I thought it was a screw. He like switches it out like uh, advertising. Yeah. Uh. Sometimes it's a tequila bottle. <laughs> All right, leaving Las Vegas, headed to Palm Beach for some NFL committee meetings. But wow, what a weekend we had! The concert was unbelievable. The time shift move was was very difficult, but we got uh, off to a new start thanks 
Mark Davis and Chris Angel for trying to help on alternative venues. But we got it in, and what a show it was. Billy Gibbons, Ben Stills, Steven Stills, Kevin Cronin, Ariel Speedway, and the whole thing was incredible. So we had a great time in Vegas, fired up off the draft, and uh, just looking for a great 2023 and where the next show is, no one knows. All right. What was the very first thing he said? He said, we're leaving Las Vegas something. Something combine. Um, I swear he said, I'm leaving Las Vegas perked up. <laughs> like It really sounded like that. It I'm starting really to see though. spaceships on bank here. Yeah. Yeah. Geeked a up. Bean and a half. Yeah. 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 Halftime. Mean... What did they shoot this on? The, the old camera where you had to spin the wheel to get it going and record. <laughs> Look at the hand, birdies. Uh, hand drawn while it was talking. <laughs> this is etch a sketch footage. Um, potato, potato cam. The, I think I heard him say he's trading up for one. Mm. That's what I thought through the uh, frass and all that. I think I heard him say he's willing to give the farm for the number one pick.